Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 255, or if you keep track of it the other way, it's season six, number 16. I'm Britt. I'm Craig. And Craig, I'm half asleep. That's outstanding. I, I am just, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, and I'm not saying that to complain. I'm just warning y'all, if you hear a yawn in the middle of it, it's just because I'm tired. But there's too much to talk about. So let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight, for my podcast beer, because I had one during dinner, um, this is a lovely can. Uh, I'll give you a little hint. Mm-hmm. Top of the can is orange. The rest of the can is light blue. And part of the picture is a rainbow with silly-looking animals on it. Oh, you have fuzzy baby ducks. I do. Nice. Fuzzy Baby Ducks is one of our favorite IPAs. Really one of the... When people talk about New England style and like Citra heavy IPAs, Mm -hmm. Fuzzy Baby Ducks was one of the early ones in our area. Uh, Yeah, I think it was. Is. Was. Is. I mean, I'm not going to say they were the first ones. I, I have no idea. But they were one of the first ones that we really started to encounter before everybody. It, it predates Too Juicy, which yep. is Two Roads entry. It predates Crucial Mass, yep. which is um, Counterweight's entry. I mean, it predates, predates a lot. I remember, I think it was the second year they made it, one of the guys I worked with at the, at the Bridgeport Bluefish got talked into going up to um, Nebco or New England, New England Brewing Company to try and get some, and there was a line. Like he said, it was like 50 or 60 people in line all with like growlers and stuff. They weren't even canning it, I don't think, at that point. And he was like, all right. And they, they you know, they, they did a, a nice thing and they were giving samples of it as the people were waiting in line to try and, you know, hey, thank you for coming out. Here's a little sample of it. And he said to me, Brett, I took a sip of this beer. I was like, oh my God, that's wretched. <laughs> he goes, why am I in this line? I don't want to buy this. Wow. <laughs> but he had, he was there. And he's like, well, you know what? I know other people are going to want to try it. I told people are coming. So, he filled the two growlers and he went home and he had a friend over and he poured him a glass and the friend was like, this is really good. And he was like, all right, maybe I need to give it another try. And he said, I took a, se- a second sip of it and man, was it so much better. Huh. He goes, I-, I-, I can't explain it. He goes, it was the same beer, but man, did it taste better the second I time wonder, around. I wonder what the problem was. No clue. Probably him. It's probably, hmm. it, 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 keep in mind back then, juicy IPAs were not common. That's true. You know, That's that is I'm, true. So it was different. I mean, I remember the first time I had Road to Ruin. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> oh my god! The first time we had Road to Ruin, we were together, and we were both like, "We're never ordering that again." It's it tasted like a pine tree. <laughs> it did. It tastes like a pine tree, which honestly is one of the things that this mellowed out over the recipe over time, and I miss. I yeah. miss that piney kind of feel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> which is why I love so much Avenue of the Pines, because I feel like, and that, I remember well, the first time I gave Craig an Avenue of the Pines, I, I said, what do you think of this? He goes, it tastes like Road to Ruin used to. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, that's why I like it. Because <laughs> it reminds me of old school Road to Ruin. So, all right. I, I have exciting news. Do you know what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? I'm drinking a seasonal release from Two Roads that I Uh-oh. never sent, I never cease to buy. Uh-oh, I hear it t- you, tapping. <laughs> I am tapping. the. You can hear that? Mm-hmm. I'm tapping the bottle with my pen in anticipation of drinking 2022 Holiday Ale from Two Roads. Outstanding. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Have you I had told- it yet this year? Like, is it first yeah, Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. 
Did I not tell you the story from last week? That was Thursday, wasn't it? I remember you went there. Did I, did I tell you the story about ordering it? Ordering it? I don't. You may have. I don't remember. Okay, well, I'll do it really quick for our listeners. I, I told this story the other day. It was really, really good. So we see on, on tap, someone has checked it in at the brewery. Right. And shows a picture of a, a sampler. So we go there. It's last Thursday. I, I, I swear to God, I feel like I've told you this story. And I, I, you may have. Record... I'm, I'm really sleep deprived since the cat injury. So you may have. But we, but just we go recorded last Wednesday, right? We recorded on schedule? Yes. Okay. So then this couldn't have been because this all happens on Thursday. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like, I, as long as I'm not telling the same story for the 50th time on the podcast, it's fine. So we get there and I go to the counter. It's one of the guys we know. And I'm like, I heard a rumor that a uh, holiday ale released. And he kind of just drops his gaze to the top of the bar and he goes, yeah, so um, no, not officially. Um, <laughs> somebody accidentally poured a sampler of it earlier today before they knew it wasn't, they didn't know it wasn't available yet. So uh, it's technically not on tap. And, you know, it was just an accident. Now, this whole time, he's got his eyes on the bar and he's looking back and forth like he's looking for something to focus on. Anything but look at me. <laughs> Uh-oh, that's tell. <laughs> and he goes on for like 15 to 30 seconds with this rambling excuse about how somebody accidentally poured a glass he wasn't supposed to. And that's how word got out. But it's not technically on tap. I forget the dude's name. I'm just throwing a blank on it in a moment. I think it wasn't like Joe, was it? It wasn't Joe. Oh, Joe would have been like, fuck it. Yeah, you're going to have it. Joe, Joe's the man. No, Joe would be like, Joe would be like, listen, this conversation never happened. How many of them do you need? That would be Joe's reaction. But this guy is just like, yeah, I want to get in trouble kind of thing. So finally, I just like, Jesse, you didn't say no. I heard a lot of words right there, but when I said, I heard it's on tap, I didn't hear, no, Brit, it's not on tap. (laughs) And the guy sitting next to me drinking a beer starts to chuckle, looks at me and raises his glass like an inch off, like, well played. And Jesse's like, well, I, I mean, I guess I could ask Ted. Ted's the barroom manager. I could ask Ted if it's okay to start serving it. I mean, now that word is out and everything, I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. But I need a glass of holiday ale. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. You're going to pour me two glasses of Rosemary's Baby. and Because my wife is sitting over there. And we're going to go sit and enjoy a beer to give you time. I don't expect you to stop what you're doing and go find Ted. But Ted will wander through. When he does, I want you to point at him and say, the fat guy back there <laughs> wants a holiday ale. Ted knows who we are because we come here enough. And we'll see if Ted go case it. Ten minutes pass. I'm sitting, I'm sitting talking to somebody. Jasmine was there. No. We're sitting talking to Jasmine. Who, if you don't was she, know the, Jasmine one that, is, was she the one that posted it? <laughs> no, no. She, oh, she actually was. She's like, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like seasonal ales. Okay, whatever, Jasmine. So um, we're sitting there and we're drinking. All of a sudden, he comes over to us and he goes, "Ted says it's okay." <laughs> and I look at him and I go, "I'll be up at the bar in three minutes. I need three of them." And he just nods at me. And my wife looks at me and goes, three? And I'm like, well, one for me, one for you, and one for Jasmine here." But I actually had to, like, get approval to get a goddamn holiday ale <laughs> because I came too early. Well, at least you at least you got approved. At least you got approved. Oh, so so part three of it. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. guys, we will get to we will get to football in a second. I will I will rum, I will ramble through my stuff really quick. When I go and when I go to pick him up, he goes, by the way, they are available in the store, too. You can take because he knows I buy like a case of it when I get when it comes out. I go into the store after having my holiday ale, and there's nobody in the store. It's like Thursday at 6 o'clock. There's nobody at the brewery. There's nobody in the store at the moment. Yep. I see the door to the back room is open, and I see an entire <laughs> wall full of holiday ale cases. 
So I poke my head in the back room and I go, hello? Is there anybody back here? It's Brit. I need a case of holiday ale. No? I'm not stealing it, I swear. I I'm just going to take it, okay? <laughs> and I just reach up on the wall, pull the top case down, and start walking towards the bar. Thinking at any minute the imaginary brewery police are going to emerge from the walls <clears throat> with, like, uh -huh. weapons drawn and scream at me. <laughs> nobody said a word. I could have walked back there and walked out with a hand truck full of beer. <laughs> and nobody would have blinked. Yeah, probably not. But anyway, probably so that's my that's so what my, did, that's well, my so what did you what did you think of Holiday Ale this year? Because you know it does change it's, every year. It does, it does year. slightly. You're gonna be happy. It's a little less malty and a little more spice, but not a ton of spice. Okay. It's closer to what we liked. I still love it. Christy wasn't thrilled with it, but that and that's that worries me because her taste and your taste when it comes to holiday, you guys are usually on the same page. She wasn't thrilled with it, but she didn't hate it. Hmm. So all right, so I've wasted so did, ten minutes of the podcast. What's but it, so did you? Did you? Do you like it more off the tap, or was it okay in the bottle? Oh, better off the tap. Okay. No question, better off the tap. Nice. Yeah, right. we'll, we'll pick. We'll, we'll pick a day. We'll go down. We'll have. We'll have a couple of holiday ales. But yeah, it's definitely better off the tap. But it's it's okay out of the bottle. But it's way better off the tap. Nice. So, all right, ten minutes <laughs> in. Let's move on. Burning hot takes. Craig, are you giving or are you receiving this week? Um, I will. I'll give. What do you got? Uh, so the first thing for me this week is <clears throat> the Colts. Yep. The Colts fired Frank Reich. <laughs> they have a new coach. They have a new quarterback. Like, do the Colts, like, what is wrong with the Colts? Remember, everyone thought they were going to be good for the last three years. I did. What is happening with the Colts? I don't know. I don't know. Like, why are they such a mess? <laughs> I don't know either. I will say this. I heard somebody say about a week ago, I don't know how many more quarterbacks Frank Reich is going to have to go through before the Colts realize it's probably not the quarterbacks, it's the coach. I can't remember who said, oh, wait, that right was me. <laughs> That's right. I said that last week. And lo and behold, he's fired less than a week later. I don't get a lot right, folks, outside of, like, my – DFS stuff, so I'm happy I got this one right. I, I think Frank Reich is a genius offensive mind. He is not a good head coach. He's one of those guys who's going to be much better off as a coordinator, and I hope he does get an opportunity to be a coordinator somewhere. But, yeah, I have no idea. Injuries has played a factor. Pittman's missed time. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> is a coin flip every week. True. But just overall, this team does not look like it knows how to get out of its own way. Um... And I don't know that bringing in Jeff Saturday is going to fix that. I just don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I really didn't There's think the one. Colts were going to be like rebuilding again, <laughs> like in the middle of this season. When in August we all thought that that division belonged to the Colts because, of and not because the Colts were head and shoulders better than everybody else, but because that division was really bad. Right. Exactly. The AFC South is is really bad. It has one team over 500, and it's a team that couldn't put up more than 17 points against the worst defense in the league in the Kansas City Chiefs last week. That's true too. It's a, it's a, you know the Titans are five and three, and they're underwater on points scored. They've been outscored by nine points this season. Really? <laughs> yes. They have 149 points scored and 158 against. Huh. The I Jaguars are three that. and six. The Jaguars are three and six, and they're twenty-one points over. Huh. You know, I, I just 
Interesting. There's, I mean, the Jaguars are leading the division in points scored at 199. Like, with the exception of the Steelers, every team in the AFC North is over 200. The Chiefs are over 200. The Dolphins and Bills are over 200 points scored. But there's nobody in the AFC South over 200 points scored. Yeah, I feel like the Jaguars are one of those teams I feel like it's like they keep losing games by, like, a touchdown, a field goal. So, I mean, they're definitely on the right track. But yeah, I do. I feel like they're moving in the right direction. But yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So the easy answer for your question, I don't know. I cannot tell you what the hell is wrong with that team. It is shocking to me they are as bad as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have no answer for it. That's that's fair. I don't know. I don't think anyone does. I think we're just going to have to wait it out and see how it goes. I think uh, <clears throat> I don't think Jim Ursray has an answer either, because I think he's really just guessing at this point. I'm still I'm still convinced Jim Ursay is a long lost brother of, of uh Chris Benoit from wrestling. I can see that. He looks like an that. older Chris Benoit to me. He does. But you're not so, wrong. You're not wrong. All right, my question for you has to do with points scored, by the way. Uh oh. So if I gave you if I told you the Kansas City Chiefs yep. were the top scoring team in the AFC right now with two hundred and forty three points scored. Yep. Would you be shocked? Um not particularly, but you would you would think they're probably given that offense they're in the top the top you know five teams right that wouldn't be shocking right exactly. What if I told you the top scoring team in the NFC was the Seattle Seahawks? I would be sort of shocked. Not probably not completely because um, they've been doing pretty decently, but I would be shocked by that number. Two hundred and forty-one points scored. The second most in football overall, and the top in the wow. NFC. It's G- more Gino than the, Smith, more, man, he he arrived finally. More than the Eagles, <laughs> more than the Vikings, more than any more than anyone, more than the Falcons, more than the Saints. I I just <clears throat> no, I'll put that's... it out there. I, I that was shocking to me, so I thought I'd bring it up. It doesn't shock you. Um, only. Only because I have Geno Smith in in a few fantasy leagues, so I sort of have to pay attention to the Seahawks. So mm-hmm. that that's the only reason why, though, because if I didn't, then I would be more shocked. But okay. the Falcons—that was that, that shocked me. I was like, Falcons. "What the hell the Seahawks, is happening?" Um, I think the Seahawks are doing a lot better than everyone thought they would after Russell Wilson left. I have and, to agree. And on the flip side of that, the Broncos are doing very poorly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> With Russell Wilson being there, so so yeah. Yeah, I mean it it, it kind of lends into what the coach was saying, but I I don't know. By the way, I'm a little upset with DraftKings before we move on to your last question. Yeah. You may remember in the preseason I made a plus 1000 bet for the Bengals, Chiefs, and Bucks to all win their division. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And uh as of right now, are, all, are they all leading their division? Chiefs are leading their division. No, the Bengals are in second. Okay, your Bengals are screwing me, dude. It's still, we're still, we still got time. We still got time. But, I mean, I'm not getting a buyout offer. Now, you know what? I've been I've been noticing in a sidebar. Mm-hmm. The buyouts don't have – the buyout offer doesn't happen as much, I feel like, this year as last year. So so I do have two active buyouts. We've reached that point in the season where I'm going to be updating our, our, res, our, our viewers about – our listeners about buyouts. My first one was I put $5 on the Chiefs to win a division. 
It's a $5 bet. It pays 14 if it hits, and they're offer, already offering me an $11 cash out. <laughs> so they're already willing to say, we will give you twice your money to go away so we can save $3. And then there's the Cowboys buyout. You may remember I put $10 on the Cowboys to not make the playoffs. <laughs> because I said the Cowboys are wretched, and they are not going to make the playoffs. I put $10 on it. It pays 30 if it hits. Right. Of the $10, my buyout offer is $0.84. Cents. Oh. <laughs> They're offering me $0.84 cents to go away and forget this bet ever happened because the Cowboys are 6-2. and two. And I got to tell you, I thought about it for a second. I mean, you could do a lot with that with that change. $0.84 cents will <laughs> get you I, something somewhere. It, it doesn't I even think. get a candy bar anymore. Uh, think, no. No, I don't believe so. It might get me the smallest size bag of chips out of a, a vending machine at work, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe. I, maybe. <laughs> I did have one really good in-game bet last week. Again, moving on in a second. One really good in-game bet. I took um, when the Titans took the, took over the ball for the second time and they scored their touchdown. Mm-hmm. Right before Derrick Henry broke off the 41-yard run to put them right at the doorstep, I'd literally put five dollars on the result of the second drive to be a touchdown no really <laughs> i hit submit it was going to pay 1750 i'm like sure i just and then literally it, it was no more it was a play later derrick henry just breaks off a run and i'm like i'm a freaking genius yeah that game that game hurt me hurt yeah me. I, I fell asleep i'm not gonna lie i fell asleep um the chief man fell asleep i i fell asleep but it hurt me in a different way because i Ooh. i was bored I was bored, and I, Uh-oh. you know me, I like yep, I like the crazy parlays. We'll just just another oh, sidebar. Boy. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what I put in it. What the hell? Oh my god, these stupid apps. Okay, Fanduel and uh, DraftKings. You know what'd be cool if you don't put a giant ad when you ask me to log in, because <laughs> that would that would help. <laughs> that but that doesn't help them. They want you to click that ad. So by putting it in your way, in your way. <laughs> All right. So let me see here. Hold on. Uh, no. 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 Okay. So I did. Uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. I did a seven leg parlay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, because I was bored. I was like, screw it. Let's. Why not? And this was plus thirty seven six oh seven. Excuse me. Okay. So I put in <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes plus 300 yards. Passing. Okay. Did that. Derrick Henry plus 100 yards. Did that. <clears throat> I did the Titans over seven and a half in the first half. That happened. Mm-hmm. I took the Titans plus 12 and a half. That happened. Okay. I put in Patrick Mahomes anytime touchdown scorer. That happened. Mm-hmm. I put in Derrick Henry anytime touchdown scorer. And my last one, because I, and I did this because I felt like because it was Andy Reid, it was likely to, it had a good chance of happening. I put okay. in Kadarius Tooney anytime touchdown score, and that At, didn't He never touched happen. the ball. He had two catches for like 20 yards or 12 yards. I don't know. But I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> wow. Yeah. If I put in 
you know, Derrick Henry had two touchdowns, then I would have been that would have been golden. But no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We move on. It's fine. It's fine. You sure you're okay? Let me get to drink some beer first. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That that'll that'll do it. You're you're gonna be okay. I believe in you. <laughs> so all right. Um all right, so moving on. We'll, I think we're, we're good with Burning Hot Takes. We're yeah, way behind because yeah. I'm still telling stories. Good, bad, and the ugly. So if you're newer here, the good, the bad, and the ugly is where Craig and I look at the last week and we pick something that good that happened, something bad that happened, and something that was just downright ugly. I'm going to start this week because I think we're probably going to have the same good. Okay. Joe Mixon. We do have the same good. Get on the train. So... The background on this is that in our home league, I'm playing against a guy who believes on all else that he is cursed in fantasy football. He does. And <laughs> if he takes a bad loss for any reason, he is proud to remind you he is cursed. Now, he hasn't done it yet, but I started Joe Mixon against him. <laughs> and by the time the fourth touchdown came up, touchdown. I looked I looked at Sean. <laughs> yeah, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I looked at Sean and I went, they showed us that already. <laughs> and Sean went, no, they didn't. And I'm like, they did. He's got like three touchdowns today. And Sean goes, that was his fourth. <laughs> and I had to pick up my phone because I was like, there's no way. Joe Mixon has had four touchdowns today. And he had. And then the fifth happened. And I basically did a small jig in the middle of his floor. <laughs> By the way, you were lucky. You were a lucky bastard. Why? Last Sunday at Sean's was the annual removal of the Halloween decorations. Oh, Lord. And they decided to tell us we were doing this after we were like three beers in. <laughs> so it was unpleasant. And by they, Britt means Sean's wife. <laughs> and mother. Oh, she was there. Okay. Oh, yeah. The mother-in-law came in. It was like, so you guys taking down the decorations today? <laughs> and Sean, of course, was like, what? I'm like, oh, Jesus, you heard her. You just don't want to. And it was hot. It was humid. Anyway. All right. So you're good with Joe Mixon. Impressive. It was, and um, the Bengals are, are slightly stressful because one week they look like they're on par with the the Bills and the Chiefs, and then the other week they look like the Bad News Bears. So I hope they, they continue me, this trend. <laughs> they remind me of the Chiefs the first year that Mahomes started. Sometimes looking brilliant, sometimes looking clueless, and you never know what you're going to get. So. Yep. so what did you have for the bad this week since we both had Joe Mixon? <clears throat> um the bad for me this week is and there's this borderline it's man because i have two and I, it's hard for me to pick which one is worse <laughs> but you have I'll, two bad ones and and an ugly well no 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 i i have two for i have one for each but i it, like they're interchangeable so i see okay well make a call all right so for me the bad it's the raiders like what yeah, they were my ugly last week like they just blew a seventeen point lead for no for no reason. And I'm sorry, and I I try to give first year coaches the benefit of the doubt. Um you know, because of like something you know, injuries happen, bad draft picks, whatever your first year, but the Raiders were in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. The rate like the Raiders upgraded in receiver. They didn't really lose anyone that I know of like major other than their first, some first round draft picks that never really played anyway, but I mean, their receiving core changed, but it, in theory got better. Right. In theory it did. I know Waller's been hurt, but still, but still, 
Adams hasn't missed any time. <clears throat> this is the first game he actually looked like he knew what he was doing, honestly. Yep. Renfro is still there. Like, what? The Raiders are just bad. They're so bad. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know why other than the play, the coaching change. Yeah. I can't explain it. It's bad. It's annoying, though. It is. It is. Because I tease this coach is going to cost people their jobs. So. Yes. Yes. For me, the bad was the Bills losing. I get it's the Jets. The Jets are looking like they're getting better. I, I understand game. that. It's a division game. I understand all those things. Jets are 6-3. Um, I know, but it, it's still, I just, I can't. I can't, I can't with them. I, I, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's not good, and I don't understand. And so, so that's my bad for this week. My ugly this week was Justin Fields. Listen. You have got to be able to throw for more than 123 yards if you want to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, but he he ran for 177 yards or whatever the hell it but was. But that's the problem. That only gets you so far. They know it's coming eventually. But Lamar Mahomes Jackson can at, do it. <laughs> in small chunks, yes. Same thing with Mahomes. Mahomes runs very few designed runs now. Yeah, after he got hurt very that few. year. Yeah. <laughs> Andy yes. Reid was like, you're never running again. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He ran this week, and it saved them the game. Mm -hmm. But they were not planned runs. They were, oh, my God, what the hell are we going to do? Everything's breaking down. We need to do something runs. I need to see more of that out of Justin Fields and, and more pocket presence. Otherwise, he is going to be a very short-term quarterback in this league. What do you got for ugly this week? My uh, ugly, which I'm sure I mentioned them another week, it's the Packers. The Packers look so terrible. They, they look like the lost. Buccaneer. They look like the Buccaneers from the eighties. Like it's bad. Like like execute the offense level bad. It's getting there. It's getting there because they like even Aaron Rodgers doesn't really look like he wants to even play anymore. The receivers aren't catching. Like the I don't know what they're doing for play calling. Their defense is on the field so much. I think they're getting tired, which is why yeah. their teams are scoring. It's just yeah, it's ugly. It's ugly. I think you're right. I think all of that is fair and accurate. And yeah, it's absolutely true. 100% true. So, all right. That brings us on to America's favorite game, which I do not have up on the screen. So you're going to have to give me 30 seconds. Oh, and then um, I forgot Cinch had a bad this week. He texted us. So we'll just. What, since what, you're what happened with him? Uh, Cinch's bad this week is the NFL only having two four o'clock games. Yeah, that you know, he did text us that. He was like, what? And he was complaining about it on Sunday. He's like, in what universe do you have only two games on at 4 o'clock? It's not like you had fewer teams. It's not like this is like Thanksgiving weekend and you're like four games are done before like Sunday even begins. Yeah, he's, he's right. He's absolutely right. So, all right. America's favorite game. Really quick. We're going to move on to that. I'm, I'm literally falling asleep in the chair. As much as I love talking football with you <laughs> and our listeners, I am falling asleep in this chair. So we are going to move this along today. So there are only two games that qualify under America's Favorite Game. For those of you who have never listened to America's Favorite Game before, it's very simple. Craig gets three strikes where he tries to identify the highest and lowest lines of the week. Typically, we target games over 50 because there's a strong correlation between fantasy points and actual real-world points. Who knew? And he tries to identify any games that are under 40 so we could try to avoid players in those games. Craig, this week there's only one game on DraftKings that is a 50-plus one wow there is only one game that is under 40 mm. 
So you get three strikes to identify those two games, and you get to tell me which one you're going for first. You want to go for the high one first or the low one first? Let's go high. All right. What is the only game this week that is a 50-plus line? Um, let's start with the Vikings and Bills. The Vikings and Bills actually makes a lot of sense. It's wrong. It's a 43 and a half, but you know what? If all things being equal, that's probably the game I would have picked too. And the Vikings are only getting three and a half. The Bills are coming off an embarrassing loss. Although I don't know if I don't know if Josh Allen's playing. We don't know if Josh Allen's playing, which is a huge factor. If Josh Allen plays, I'm buying on that. I'm taking the Bills minus three and a half and the over. If Josh Allen doesn't play, I'm probably taking the Vikings in the under. That's so, fair. All right, so that's strike one. Damn. All right, well, let me go with the backup. Um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs and Jaguars then. It's always a nice safe pick, right? <laughs> Two of the highest scoring teams in the AFC. And, yes, you are correct. That is a 50 and a half. That is the correct answer. I, 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 I definitely I like the over in this game. Don't be shocked if it's the under. Like, we saw the under come out in, in the freaking Tennessee game, but I would not be surprised if the over came out here. So, All right, so you have two strikes left. Give me the one really bad matchup this week, the one that is only a 37. <clears throat> 37. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's in go two teams that we just mentioned because they're both bad. Um, the Colts and Raiders. <laughs> Colts and Raiders, that's a great pick. It's wrong. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking to see what it is. That's a 42. Yeah. That's a 42. I would not touch that game at 42. The Colts are plus six. <laughs> I mean, at this point, if the Raiders are giving points, you've got to take it every single time, right? Because the Raiders can't hold a lead. That's true. That's a valid point. That's and Jeff point. Saturday's there now, too. This team might come out and be like, oh, we don't need Frank Reich. So the, the Colts might be an interesting pick this week. But all right, so strike two, there's one Damn more it. chance. All right, let me let me just look here. There's a lot <laughs> of really interesting matchups from a bad scoring perspective this week too. I see three games that I know are wrong. <laughs> that I'm like, those are games I would possibly pick. Um, it's Lions Bears. Yeah, uh, Miami can score a lot. Uh, Texans aren't good. The Broncos aren't. Breaking good news: Texans aren't good. <laughs> Uh, see, the problem is, like, these games, there's one team that is okay and the other team isn't. <laughs> so. Well, which, which, so from a scoring perspective, you just mentioned the Texans. The Texans are playing the Giants. Which team do you think is going to score a lot there? <laughs> you know what? Let's go with that game because this that game. Oh, don't that, let me talk you into it. Well, no. Well, that game, if that game ended, like, you know, 12 to 8, I wouldn't be Your shocked. Your final score is 12 to 6. The first game ever with more missed field goals than made and no touchdowns. Uh, unfortunately, that's strike three. Oh, sad. The correct answer is Broncos Titans. That's a 37. But, I mean, I'm looking at Saints Steelers. I think you could make an argument for that being sub 40. Yep. Uh, like you said, Texans Giants. Lions versus Bears. Yeah. Now, I get it. The Bears game was a lot more high and higher scoring than last week than we thought it would be, but it's the Lions and the Bears. And you know, the way they both these teams have been playing, if you told me it was the Cardinals and Rams, I wouldn't be shocked. Cardinals-Rams was a 41.5. It wasn't far off. It wasn't far off. 
Yeah, especially so since I mean, Mr. Stafford may not be playing since he's in uh, concussion protocol. Believe it or not, you ready for a scary stat? Sure. So Jags, Jags Chiefs is a 50 and a half. It's the only game over 50. The next highest line is Lions and Bears at 48 and a half. Really? <laughs> the second highest line of the week is Lions and Bears. No. It makes me want to take the under all day long. And the Lions are plus three. Huh. Lions plus three and the under? I, sm- I smell a parlay. I smell it. Do you smell it? All right. So there it is. So this week, you're looking at Jags Chiefs as potential uses. I can see that because there's a lot of individual weapons there. And the Jags have so much weapon at running. The Chiefs are not bad against the run but they are terrible against the pass. So, yes, take that for what it's worth. There it is. I'm just going to stop there. Broncos, Titans, I don't want shares of any of those teams at all. None? So, <laughs> nope. I want nothing. I want nothing. My wife is sending us a message. This better be important. <laughs> is it important? It is. Fat Orange Cat is releasing a stout tomorrow brewed with cinnamon buns. Ooh. And it's called Santa Claus with claws spelled like cat claws. Ha. <laughs> and you're going to like the can art because it's a fat cat in a Santa suit stuck in a chimney. <laughs> nice. I just saw it. <laughs> All right. So once we're done, um, send Sean to go pick that up. Done. <laughs> That's what we kind of do. We just say there's an interesting beer out there. We make Sean aware of it. And he's like, I'll go. So anyway. On to the metric. Why? Because we're almost out of time already because I've been babbling and I'm tired. All right. So the metric had a really good week. Did you have a good week at DFS last week? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. I think I think that losing that parlay made me angry, and I, I honestly didn't even look a lot. <laughs> I, I, I had another double-up week. I'm back to almost nice. even. Nice. I'm nice. back to almost even. I, I had like six bad weeks before I went on my cruise. I've come back and I haven't lost since I got back. It's because you did so well at the casino. Oh my god! Don't even don't even start with that. Don't even start with that. I have I I, I tell you this. I told you the soothsayer story, right? I told that on the air. Yes. About the mystical lady who appeared at the table. Yep. <laughs> okay. Maybe we doesn't really exist, there. or does she? Well, we saw. <laughs> I, I told you the end part about the elevator, right? Um, I believe so. <clears throat> All right, well, real quick for those who, who, in case I didn't, I didn't see her for like three days. And like the second to last day of the cruise, she got on the elevator with us. And I started pointing, we're standing behind her, and I started pointing at the back of her head and mouthing to my wife, that's her, that's her. And I was <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, her, her. And she's like, I don't know what the hell you're going on about. <laughs> she's like, are you drunk wanna... again? <laughs> yeah, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, let me smell your breath. And I, I, I'm like, so finally I just mouthed the word soothsayer. And she went, oh, and I was just excited. It's like finding out that Snuffleupagus is real. You know what I mean? He's not. Like this is what? <laughs> okay, moving on. All right. So the metric had another decent week last week. This week I went back to the metric and I was like, all right, you're on a roll. Talk to me. And he goes, I got it. Quarterback. I was like, yep. You're gonna use Patrick Mahomes. And I'm like, okay. It, that's. That's that's like not that's like that's like basic, right? Patrick Mahomes is seventy nine hundred. He's super expensive. Jalen Hurts is more. Yes, I think he's the second most expensive quarterback, and he is going to be in a game that's got a high over under. But he's he's definitely he's chalk. That's not what I consider a value play. I've got him for thirty points though. 
So if he gets a 30 points, that's pretty good. That's not bad. <clears throat> so I said to the metric, you got to do better. I want value. The metric went, you want value? And I said, yeah. He goes, you really want value? And I went, yeah. How about Kenny Pickett? And I said, I'll use Patrick Mahomes. Thanks. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, I have I have on, this, on the sheet 17 points. Don't ask me how my algorithm got to 17. I honestly don't know. I am going to spend up this week at quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is such a safe pick, and I love it. If I am going to go down a little bit, it's going to be Tom Tatua. I'm, I'm on the boat. And I, I, I feel bad for him because that can't be good, but I'm on the Tua boat. <laughs> You're on the boat, huh? Yep. <clears throat> Were you the one that shared the graphic that showed like like 12,000 people rode in Tua for governor in Florida yesterday? Uh, no, that wasn't me. So one of the one of the podcasters found it like twelve thousand random Florida Florida man Florida twelve thousand of him, <laughs> yep, wrote in Tua Tagovailoa as a write-in candidate for governor. Hmm. Just saying. So I'm gonna I, I like Mahomes a lot. If I need to save money, I'm gonna go down to sixty seven hundred and go Tua. I'm not going cheaper than that. Who do you like this week? Um, this week, yeah, I'd, you know. If you really, I feel like this week you may want to pay up in quarterback. So, you know, Mahomes yeah. is my first option. You know, if you want to save, if you want to save some money, it, you know, go with Tua. But it's still my problem with Tua is at any point in time, he, he could, could be die. out of the game, like mm-hmm. permanently. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's the risk you run. Uh, the other man, the rest of these, I don't, they're just kind of there. Especially at like in the mid five thousand range. Yes, everyone you know, is I in don't, between like fifty five hundred. I don't mind. A. I don't mind Trevor Lawrence playing Kansas City at fifty four hundred, so I can mm-hmm. try to save money there and just go up somewhere else. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to, I don't know if I could spend eight thousand on Jalen Hurts this week. For no. me, I don't know if I can do it. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. You know who else is really? I'm looking at his price tag, and I'm like, never is Kyler Murray 7200 mm. no no can't do it i just can't do it so all right so, so let's move, look at running back because we got to save money somewhere right that's right so i said to the metric we got to save money at running back he goes don't don't worry i got a 3.5x value for you and i'm like all right who do you got saquon barkley <laughs> Wait a minute. Saquon Barkley's 8,600. I've got him for 31 points. Saquon is in a position to go nuts on Houston. Here's my problem. That's a game that could get out of hand real quick. If True. the Giants go up and Houston can't keep up, then Saquon Barkley may sit down at the half with 140 yards and a touchdown. That's true. And then all of a sudden, he's not going to get to 30 points. It could happen. <clears throat> So I go back to the metric. I'm like, you got to do better. He goes, well, I got one more person at 3X. I'm like, who you got? Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's even more expensive, you fool. <laughs> so if you're looking, there really isn't super value. I like, I like, if I'm looking to save money, I'm looking at Jamal Williams. He's 5,900. I've got him pegged for 15 points. Yeah, that's not 3X. But if I can go with Jamal Williams and then use a Saquon, I'm cool with that. Who do you like this week? Uh, this week, it's a little a little rough because I, I don't like going full on expensive running back right. unless I unless I can. 
I kind of worked a lot this year. Yeah, not really. So I do like Walker. You know that guy I've never heard of. The rookie. Um, <clears throat> the <Seattle>? rookie. <laughs> um, he's sixty eight hundred. And I do, you know, and because he's still kind of cheap right now, I do like Damian Pierce. I've I've been a fan of his in general. At 6,300, he's mm-hmm. playing the Giants. And then another mid-tier, Dantana Foreman. Playing Dante. In, is it Dante? Don, I Donate? Don, Dante. I don't know. Sounds Sorry. Like yeah. Let us know how to pronounce it, damn it. Anyway, um, you know, he's playing, um, he's playing Atlanta. He's also 5,800. So... I don't. I don't mind looking there either. Yeah, I'm not great with you know who I. You know who might be a nice dark horse candidate, and I'm saying this without saying I am not going to use this guy. If I put together a tournament lineup specifically, he might sneak in. Hmm. Errol Henderson, remember him? He's only 5100. Cam Akers is disgruntled, and Sony Michelle got traded. The hmm. problem is that game's likely going to end up in a shootout. Yeah, but if the Rams go up big, Henderson probably could see a pretty solid carry load. No, I could see I, that. I don't know. I had an argument, by the way, with Sean on text this week over Jamal Williams because uh, Sean why? is already calling it a season and he's offering everybody a fire sale. And I said, I'll give you a tenth round pick next year for Tyler Algier. Yep. And he immediately was like, Oh, it's got to be at least a seven or a eight. I mean, at least. I went, I've got Jamal Williams. I, I can keep Jamal. And again, we have weird keeper rules in this league. So the later you take someone, the better. Algier was a 12th rounder. Williams was 14. I'm sorry. No, reverse that. Al, he had Algier at 14. I have Williams at 12. So Williams is slightly less attractive keeper round wise. But I'm like, I've got Jamal Williams. It's not that huge of an upgrade for me to take keep a 14th over a 12 and to give you an 8 pick for it. I'll give you like a 10 or a 9. <laughs> oh, Jamal Williams ain't going to be the starter. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift can't stand up. <laughs> like, legit, they're starting. And then he's like, you know, he's 27, right? And I'm like, you know, you're 47, right? I, I just kind of like, I'm not marrying the guy. I'm keeping him for a year or two. <laughs> In our league, there are specific rules to make sure you can't keep anybody indefinitely. We call it the Ladanian Tomlinson rule, and you can blame the source for it. Yep, and then but, me, because then eventually and then you. I, <laughs> I had him until he retired. But he had literally never – He, I think he was drafted twice in his entire career yes. in our fantasy league. Yes. <laughs> so we have this rule, and, and so I'm not I'm not looking at Jabal Williams. It's not going to be the answer for the next decade. He might be the answer for the next two seasons. Tyler Algier is younger. Okay, so I get three seasons out of him. I'm still not worth a top seven or eight pick. <laughs> Oh, well, you know where to find me when you change your mind. Why am I going to change my mind unless Jamal Williams retires tomorrow? Which, I mean, it could happen, but probably not. It's possible. It's, uh, all right, moving on. I was just like, I, I, I just, I don't see, I, I see Algier as an interesting keeper option. I just don't see him as like, a like, he's not a lock, you know? Right. Yeah, no. So, all right. So I said to the metric, listen, you want me to spend up for, you want me to spend up for Patrick? You want me to spend up for Saquon? You gotta give me something cheap at wideout. And I went, don't worry, I got you. And then I said, okay. He goes, you know who's gonna have 26 points? Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and I went, son of a bitch, Tyreek Hill's 9,100. I, I, I think my exact words when I my computer, I yelled at my computer, that's not even value. There is no predictable value at wideout this week. 
The next name down the list is Donovan People Jones at like 12 points and 4,300. Next to that, it's Miko Hardman, 12 points and 4,500. So this week, if you feel strongly about a wide receiver value, do it. Absolutely do it. Because right now, the value is minimal. There is there is there is two branches of wide receiver right now, over six k, and under four under five, well fifty five hundred under fifty five hundred everybody's between everybody's over sixty five hundred or under fifty five hundred. Yeah, very yeah, few people pretty, in the middle. Pretty much, pretty much. So so you tell me, who am I using this week so I can save money? Um, if we're gonna try to save money. You know, I'm going to have to go with people in the over game. So I am looking at Hardman because he's 4,500. I'm going to start uh, putting together this lineup too. <laughs> and then, you know, pick a receiver from... I like Zay Jones better, um, but I also take a Jacksonville running back. Running back? Receiver. Because um, Zay Jones is 4,400. Zay Jones. I just can't trust him. Against the Chiefs secondary? I can't trust him to play at all. That's the that's, problem. That's fair. <laughs> that's the problem is I, I'm just like tired of trying to guess whether or not he's going to suit up one week to the next. All right. So wait a minute. Who do you like at wide out? Um, I was, I was saying Hardman and Zay Jones. All right. So we put Hardman in Hardman, by the way, is questionable. What's wrong with you, Mecole? Is he? He caught a touchdown. Uh, he didn't practice Wednesday due to abdo- abdominal soreness. Ow. Son, I have abdominal soreness after I have more than two beers. <laughs> so, all right. So let's put in him and Zay Jones. Okay. So, ju- and again, we understand legally we can't give you a full lineup. But if I use Mahomes, Barkley, and Jamal Williams, the guys I really liked, then Tyreek Hill, because he's not only the top value, but he's the top scorer, and then use Hardman and Jones. Yep. I still need a tight end, a flex, and a defense, and I only have $9,600 left. That's an average of $3,200 per slot. <laughs> well, good thing defenses are cheap this week. <laughs> this lineup ain't going to work, right? I mean, well, let's, well, right, so, so, yeah, so this is, this is a problem. Let's move on to the tight ends and maybe so we can find out what we're going to do here. The, 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 the metric loves Greg Dolchich, um, but even still, it admits that he's only going to get to 10 points. There is no real solid, solid, predictable value here. I'm actually going to go with Dawson Knox. Because I think Dawson Knox, he's $100 cheaper. And I think he's starting to come on a little bit. Yes, he's still only averaging 7 points a game. But I just I feel like he's moving in the right direction. And if Allen is, I think if Allen's out, it actually helps him. Hmm. I think they're going to look like to check down a lot more. Who do you like at tight end this week? Um, this week, if we're looking to save money, I do kind of like Will Disley playing Tampa Bay. He's only 2,900. Well, we got to use him instead of Knox, right? I mean, for your lineup, you're not creating on air. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Wait a minute. Can I, is he, oh, he's playing, he's playing, is he he the Monday night game? He's not available. Uh, I don't have a schedule in front of me anymore. Yeah. He's probably Monday night or Sunday night. All right. He's not available in the, the main pool. Damn it. All right, Dawson Knox goes back in. All right, defense. The The metric finally wants to save me money. It likes the Vikings at Buffalo. Why? Wait, why? You know, why would if, I do that? If Josh Allen is not playing, that's perfect. If he is playing, not so much. 
like it's like all right all right so let's i'll play your little game you win this <laughs> round trebek i'll use the vikings i'll choke on it because i need to save money so what does that leave if you for I flex use, <laughs> if i use dawson knox and the vikings defense i have forty one hundred dollars for my flex <laughs> you can find which you can find a receiver for that which puts me in the realm of Noah Brown, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, David Njoku, Alec Pierce, this guy from Dallas who's on injured reserve I've never heard of. <laughs> wow, is this bad. Sammy Watkins. What about, Nikhil, what about Nikhil Harry? <laughs> is he down there? Oh, he's he's 3,200. <laughs> You know what? That's actually not the worst pick. He's only averaging five points, but that game is – his quarterback can't throw the ball. That's true. That's true. What about Najee Harris? Oh, he's 5,500. That's what, not going to work. What about Sky Moore? He's dead. He's dead to me. <laughs> he's dead to me. He's only 3,000, but he's dead to me. <laughs> what um? What about Tony? What about Kadarius Tony? Maybe he's he'll 5K. score a touchdown this week. Jerk. 5k oh all right so this so this week you're gonna have to you're gonna have to to and you should always vary from our advice right we're just giving you starting points and ideas but you're gonna have to vary from our advice because Mahomes Barkley and Hill are eating like about a third of your entire budget just the three of them I mean if we got rid of Tyreek yeah who's the second best the second best all right so let's 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 be jerks, right? Sure. Donovan People Jones. Suddenly he's my other whiteout. So now my whiteouts are Jones, Hardman, and, and Zay Jones. Uh-huh. Now I have eighty nine hundred dollars for flex and I can use virtually anybody. Hmm. Like now we're talking Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams territory. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, this is gonna be a tough week. I just I it, it, the the more we look at the math, the more I think it's gonna be a tough week. So, but you know what? We're out of time. So the rest of you're going to have to figure it out on your own. Craig, give me a final thought for week 10. Uh, My final thought for week 10 is it's week 10. Like, I don't know. Say this every year. I don't know. It goes by really fast when it's in the middle of it. So not for me. Not for Brit. The longest 20 (laughs) weeks of my year. I just feel like time in general goes by fast. Um, We're getting old. That's what that is. But yeah, yeah. Again, I and I say this. I said this last week too. You have to make if you're if you're winning games right now, you have to do waiver move like waiver wire moves. You have to. Yes. You absolutely have to. In one of my leagues, I am eight and one right now, and I move people every week. <laughs> so yep. you have you have to do it. Uh, Active my, on the wire. My side note is: if you do like seasonal beers, buy them when you see them, because. It's probably not going to be there when you go back to the store in a week or two. So. Oh, yeah. what, what what did you want that you couldn't find? Oh no, I just that was just a general statement. Like okay. you know, I, you know, like there's random pumpkin beers. I'm like, oh, that looks good, and you go back, and it's not there. So. You know, this year I bought two of the Elysian pumpkin packs. Yep. Do you know why I bought two of them? Uh, why? Because it's the only place I ever find the Puncacino. Uh, that is true, and that is an amazing beer. It's a great beer if you like coffee and you like pumpkin. And both Craig and my wife like that beer. So I bought two of them. So one of them is gone. 
The other one Sad. is open. I don't know what the status is. It's probably mostly gone. But <laughs> uh, my final thought for this week is yesterday with the midterms election, midterm elections. For me, even if it's not a major election year, after election day is over, win, lose, draw, happy, unhappy, my mindset immediately shifts to holidays. And mm -hmm. it also remi it reminds me that some people don't enjoy the holidays like they should. There are a lot of people out there who stress during the holidays. They worry about it. They end up living things like, I don't know, a Christmas story. Um, or what was that other one? Where they, uh, or um, Jingle All the Way. I have to find the perfect present. That kind of <laughs> stuff. Enjoy yourself, folks. Not this week, but next week. It's Thanksgiving week. And we're coming out of a pandemic. Hopefully this year we're actually able to gather with, I don't know, actual living people in the room. And Maybe. we should enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy it. The holiday season's coming. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy each other's company with the football. Let's not argue with our crazy Uncle Carl about whether or not... <laughs> not AFK the cat. Is... Not the cat. Not the cat. Not the cat. Oh, my God. You totally <laughs> sidetracked my thought there. Sorry. I, I use Crazy Uncle Carl in a reference in one of our texts, and Craig has a neighbor who has a cat named Carl who is adorable. Who left and us beer. <laughs> Carl did leave us beer. I used to talk to Carl every day when I went over his place to, to podcast because Carl liked to sit in the window. And I'd be like, hi, Carl. How you doing? I, I would sit there and have a chat with him. He'd just stare at me. Sometimes he'd meow at me like, hi, how are you? You know? But um, I mentioned today in a, a thread, aside from all of this, I was like, oh, don't argue with your crazy Uncle Carl at Thanksgiving. And Craig just sends me a picture of Carl the cat. Looking out the window. <laughs> looking out the window, and I just lost it at my desk. <laughs> my, my coworkers must have thought I was insane. It has been so busy and stressful. I have been what I call directive Brit, where people walk. We have this going on. All right, you, get this person on the phone. You, go see if you can find documentation on that. Can you do me a favor and go... And I start like pointing at people, like giving orders, like I'm a general running like some sort of military offensive. And my staff are all like, the staff I work with are all like, wow, okay, we can do that. But I've never seen you. I'm like, yep, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just, we got to get this, we got to get moving. I go into like, I shift into like general patent mode. I can't remember where I was going with this. Oh, and then also I send them all on missions. And two minutes later, I pick up my phone and there's Carl the cat staring back at me. <laughs> and I start laughing like a lunatic. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so the only impression I think my coworkers got was Brit has finally lost it. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be far off. <laughs> yeah, they're not far off. That's awesome. But you know well, what? I'm glad it was able to make you laugh. Oh, it, it made me. It, it, I cracked up. It was fantastic. Fantastic. You know what else makes us smile? Reviews. Go to whatever podcast directory you found us on and leave us a review if it's apple if it's stitcher if it's player fm we're on so many now i can't even keep track and every week i get a notice another person has picked you up we are very appreciative of it wherever you can leave us a review it's extremely helpful the other thing that would help us is we'd love to hear from you what do you like what do you hate write to us you can reach us on email we are fignutsdfs at gmail.com we're also on twitter for the time being until elon musk bans us <laughs> and we are at Fignuts DFS there. We're also on uh, Facebook. The Football Fignuts Podcast is our page on Facebook. However you want to reach out to us, reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Week 10, deep breath. I need a nap. Hi, Dad. no comment. 
All Craig's got is high dab. That's it. That's it. We're done. We're done. We will see you next week for week 11. We hope everybody has an enjoyable week. And thank you as always for listening. Until we speak next, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fingnuts Podcast. And it is bedtime. (laughs) 